I'm your host, Dr. M, and you're listening to Aligned You, a podcast designed to assist you to truly be aligned through your body, head, and heart so you can reach your full potential in your own unique way. Hey there, Aligned You listeners, Dr. M here, and welcome to this week's episode. This week's episode is the next part, the fourth part of the series of Back to the Future, our foundation series, all about the five key pillars that we look at in Aligned You, both in practice and across the podcast as well. In today's episode, I'm super excited to be sharing in the fourth part about movement. Movement is something that Yes, sometimes I don't get excited about it. Certainly in the past, I did not when it came to movement, but I'll share more about that in just a moment. A quick recap on what we've spoken about so far in the Back to the Future series. If you haven't already listened to all components of it, you can listen to them standalone, but highly recommend you listen to all the four that are currently available. And next week, the fifth one around Aligned You Consciousness or Mindset will actually be dropping. So it will be a nice, complete set of information for you to be able to move forward. So you can start making steps and taking the right action steps towards your optimal performance and you being able to perform at your best in your own unique way. But in week one, we were discussing brain-body connection. It really did go back to the foundations of why it is that I've been a chiropractor for the last 16, 17 years, why I've actually been involved in chiropractic and in health and wellness for over the last, well, really, goodness gracious, over the last 22 years. Holy bajolis, that, uh, that snuck up fast. But in terms of the content we were talking about was brain-body connection, why our neurological connection around our body is so bloody important and what role our spine and nervous system actually plays in our overall health and well-being. And that's certainly what I help my clients in my integrative practice here in Alexandria uh, achieve is working towards their best possible alignment of their spine so their brain and body can be connecting at their best. So remember, if that's something that you need help with, if you're local or can get to Alexandria and you want to come and see me, we can certainly arrange that. If you're out of the area and you need a chiropractor closer to you, make sure you reach out either on our closed Facebook group, the Aligned You Collective, which if you're not already a a member of, you certainly should be. All you need to do is pop Aligned You into uh, the search bar on Facebook, request to join, let me know you listen to the podcast and I'll let you in. It's where I do weekly live videos. Also, there's daily posts during the week as well. Sometimes I pop in and out on the weekend on the rare occasion these days. But within that if you need somebody close to you in any in any sort of practitioner that you're after please just pop uh, a note there or or shoot me an inbox um, and I'll do my best to point you in the right direction week two we discussed breathing and breath and how important it is and uh, I actually put a post up during the week I've I've been away for a couple of weeks up in Byron Baden's first proper holiday I've had in a very 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 long time and uh, I really felt like I completely exhaled and now don't get me wrong I've been doing a lot of breath work particularly over the last 12 months but it's interesting when we have such an awareness of our breath in terms of then what other impacts it can actually have on our stress levels. So remember we went through checking in on how you were breathing, whether you were breathing down into your tummy or up into your chest and the difference that that has on your stress receptors. So that was week two of the Back to the Future series. In last week's episode, we discussed inflammation. What is it and how can the foods and the things that we're putting in and on our body be having an impact on what sort of inflammation, whether that's acute inflammation inflammation or chronic inflammation can actually be showing up. So as I said, if you haven't already listened to those particular episodes, make sure you jump back so that you get all of the different pillars. Because when it comes to those pillars, as I've mentioned them a few times, why though these five pillars? Well, they really set up the foundations for you to be able to move towards your best possible health. So today we're going to be talking about movement. Movement is 
well, it's super important. Actually, probably it's debatable whether it goes up or below a food in terms of inflammation. But making sure you're moving every day might seem really simple and it might seem like something you already know. And for most adults, and most kids do it naturally, we know that we're meant to be moving. I suppose my first question to you as aligned you listeners is, are you moving enough? Because there's a difference between moving, our incidental movement, and then actually moving with purpose to actually increase our cardiovascular fitness and also our strength. And I know for myself, I'm going through an interesting stage at the moment where I'm changing and probably about six weeks ago, I started changing up what I was doing exercise-wise. You might remember from earlier episodes, I said I was going to get stuck into my threes. I got a bit overexcited about how many threes I put into my week and I did have to reel back a bit on them because whilst I can expand time, it can only expand so far, I realised. But I started doing some yoga and I started doing some more strength training um, to actually improve my function because there's a difference between fitness, there's a difference between health and there's also a difference between function. There's some things that we can get away with doing and we tend to get away with doing things a little bit better the younger that we are. But as we're getting a little bit more chronologically older, I like to think I'm getting biologically younger, but as I'm getting chronologically older and I've been doing certain things repetitively, particularly through work, there's certain areas of my body that are showing signs of stresses. So super, super important at the moment for me is that I'm focusing on the function and also the strength to make sure that I'm able to continue doing the things that I'm doing. But I'm probably getting a little off track. Let me get to that in just a moment. When it comes to our general movement, I think there's there's some key things to consider if you're not already doing them, which is making sure you're moving gently every single day. Now, there's a difference though between doing, say, 10,000 steps with purpose than just happening to do 10,000 steps. I'll take an example of, say, me walking Atlas Ray of Sunshine. I can clock up quite a few thousand steps wandering around the park with her, but I'm not necessarily walking with purpose. So is it better that I'm out and about and moving? Of course it is. Am I walking with a, at pace and with a purpose other than to let her wander around the park at that particular point? No, not really. I'm moving very slowly. I'm certainly not getting my heart rate up. Um, and it's it's one of those things where it's mindful of how you're moving because at the end of the day, if you're checking your iPhone and going, oh my goodness, I've done 15,000 steps, that's probably you've, you've actually got your heart rate up at some point. But if you're looking at your iPhone at the end of the day and you've got 5,000 steps, you can pretty much do that incidentally de- depending on how big your house is. I hope this is making sense versus actually going for a brisk walk uh, and clocking up five to 10,000 steps is a very different scenario. So be mindful of that. Don't lull yourself into a false sense of security. Like all the self-audits that we do, Telling yourself big whoppers isn't actually going to assist you improving your your health or your fitness. I hope this is making sense to you listeners. Now, over the weekend, if you were in Sydney or New South Wales, I think mainly Sydney, we were copping a massive heatwave. So did I move very much over the weekend? No. So my next point to that is being sensible about what movement you're doing when and the conditions that are available to you and not to beat yourself up if conditions mean that you can't get out to do what you usually do, but look, looking for alternatives. So what is a good amount? As I say, moving gently every single day with purpose, lifting heavy things a few times a week, so lifting them up and putting them back down, and then making sure you're getting your heart rate significantly up at least once or twice a week. And I certainly feel that interval training and getting some really good HIIT training in can be a great, fast way to do that. I've used the example before where we think about people that can be really, really fit and they still actually have a heart attack. And the reason being is that their heart, heart 
fitness has actually become so fit it's not used to the big spikes and so that's where interval training can be really beneficial because it actually trains cardiovascular fitness in the sense of being prepared for moments where you might be under the pump which we all have those moments right and your heart rate may leap very quickly which is its natural response and we've actually trained our heart to be in the best possible position to cope with that Now, when it comes to function, it's really important that you have an awareness of whether things are moving correctly or not. Now, it might be hard for you to know that. That's where having either your wonderful integrative chiropractor to check certain things for you, or if you've got a really great personal trainer that can actually check function. Not all personal trainers do do that, though. Some do, some don't. So it's important to pick the right ones. But to actually get checked whether you're actually making particular movements correctly, because if you're repeating the incorrect movement pattern often enough, it becomes your habit, it becomes your routine and go-to, and muscles can be misrecruiting or misfiring, uh, and that can create some issues moving down the, the track. But so making sure you've got the right professionals around you to be able to help check that, super important. When it comes to function as well, it might sound, again, obvious today um, in terms of to be able to function correctly, your structure needs to be correct to start with say that again, to be able to function correctly, your structure needs to be correct to start with. Or another way that you may have heard me talking about before aligned you listeners is that our structure governs our function. And that's certainly what I address with my clients in my integrative practice at aligned you in Alexandria is making sure that your alignment of your spine and your nervous system, your spine is in the correct position to allow correct movement. A couple of other tests, which is your homework this week, aligned you listeners, is to Give yourself a test. There's going to be a couple of tests. One is a hill, either hill or stairs test. I've got to, to get up to my unit in Alexandria, I've got three sets of stairs. Now, I know that I'm not doing enough exercise and that my training has dropped off when I get really, if I get puffed walking up those stairs. At my age, my fitness level, it doesn't matter what age I am, my plan is always to be able to walk upstairs without getting puffed. Or if you've got a decent, so if you don't have stairs, if you've got a decent gradient hill near you, is to be able to walk up that hill without puffing. Some of you might remember back to the story I used to tell back in uh, Be the Queen of Your Stress days of the hill that used to, I used to have to walk up and down, down in Shell Harbour where my old practice used to be, and avoiding that because at one point when I used to be very anti-exercise, not that I didn't realise it was good for everyone, it was just I didn't used to like doing it myself, I did get over that about four years ago, is that um, there used to be a hill that I used to avoid walking up with people because if I had to talk walking up that hill, I didn't have the fitness level to get up to the top. That is not okay. That's not ideal. And so I'd certainly give yourself that test. Be aware as you're walking upstairs today is if you're getting puffed and you're like, "Mm, I really need to pick up the pace. The other area that I would love you to test, now obviously you can't do either of these in the car, aligned you listeners, but the other area I'd love you to test is your squatting ability. Now, we have to squat every day when we sit on a loo. I always find it humorous when people say, oh, you shouldn't be squatting. Well, that's really hard because you sit down, that's a squat, whether you're sitting on a chair or on the loo. Uh, So it's important that we can do that uh, as well as possible. So one of the things that you'll see in Asian culture is that you'll see whether it's kids, adults, the elderly, they can squat right down to the ground with their heels actually on the ground and it's actually a very comfortable position. Now, full 
uh, transparency. I actually struggle to do that because of the mobility in my ankles at the moment. That's actually what's stopping me, which my PT, Sally, um, from me, movement certainly helped me discover. So that's actually what's stopping my full range of motion when it comes to my squat. And so it's really important that we actually work on that because what does a proper squat be able to be enable us to do pop my teeth back in it means that our ankle movement is correct our knee movement is in full range also our hip movement is in full range our core there has to be an element of core strength to be able to get down to a squat so over the next couple of weeks keep your eye out in the um, aligned due collective because we'll pop some videos up about how to squat correctly and so that you can actually work through some progressions to be able to make sure that you're able to do that there's also a balancing aspect to it as well which means our cerebellum is switching on so your action step this week aligned you listeners is to do your heel or stairs test and also to check out how you're squatting now if you haven't squatted other than the loo or a chair for a while make sure you're near something that you can hang on to because last thing you want to do is fall back and and hurt yourself so make sure you're in a safe space um, if you're going to attempt it Uh, and also be really gentle with yourself don't try and over push push it but when it comes to movement is keeping it simple is certainly a really good place to start as I said earlier, making sure that you're moving gently every day, you are doing some strength work a few times a week and getting that heart rate up. Now that's for base level health and fitness. If you are training for something, if you want to change the shape of your body from a certain way to a different way, whether that's to decrease size or increase size, you need to be doing more than that. It needs to be a structured program of of movement uh, in whatever way, shape or form you enjoy doing that to be able to achieve different results. What I'm talking about today is pretty much keeping you at status quo so you're not going backwards and you're keeping momentum forwards. Because one of the things that people I think gets muddled sometimes is they think, oh, great, I'll do this particular program for six weeks and then I'll stop and I don't need to do it anymore. A bit like chiropractic care. Sometimes people go, I just want to come in and get out of pain, which is cool, can certainly help with that. But it's actually missing um, a beautiful component of it, which is the ongoing benefits to your body in terms of longevity and vitality moving forward. So before I go today, Aligned You listeners, my top five high rotation while I was up in Byron, my music changed significantly while I was away. It was definitely a holiday vibe um, and a song that was very much on high rotation was Stay by Janelle Kroll, book that I shifted gears from some some serious fiction back into some nonfiction, which is uh, Cult Status by Tim Dugan, I think oh, you would say, maybe Duggan. It's probably Duggan, actually. Um, and that's really interesting. It's about the change in, in business structures and impact statements when it comes to modern-day business, which um, I certainly find super interesting. Good read, actually. Um, a lot of, what have I done this week to align myself and also to decompress? Well, last week was quite magical. If you follow me on Instagram, either on Dr. Maria Z or on uh, aligned.u or you are a part of our Aligned You Collective, you probably saw stories during the week of me being up in Byron Bay with the beautiful group of humans that I'm part of and in a circle with. Um, really awesome group of, there's seven of us in there, we're all entrepreneurs, all different from different walks of life, different businesses, different backgrounds, and these people are truly like my family, and we got to spend an amazing week together, um, learning lots, laughing lots, crying lots, doing lots of work, doing some really fun stuff. So that was definitely um how I aligned myself last week. Uh, and then on a side note, it's getting together movies yesterday in the heat. Uh, I don't have aircon in my house yet. It's uh, in my apartment yet. I literally can see the electrical wiring where uh, it will keep getting put in. It's just not here yet. So getting together movies to cool down, but also to watch a great movie with a friend was really, uh, was a special afternoon. 
Quote this week, before you do anything else, define the clear and measurable effect you want to have. And that's actually a Tim Duggan quote. Before you do anything else, define the clear and measurable effect you want to have. And I think when it comes to exercise, when it comes to any of these five key pillars, understanding your baseline of where you are right now and where you want to go, super important so that you can actually achieve the goals that you want to be achieving. So that's it for this week, Aligned You listeners. Bye for now and I'll catch you next time. And that's it for today's episode, Aligned You listeners. Remember to hit the five-star ratings and share today's episode with your friends. And be sure to join our collective on Facebook and Instagram at Aligned You. Look forward to catching you next time. The information shared on Aligned You podcast is of general nature and for information purposes only. It is not specific medical or personal advice. You should seek assistance from your healthcare practitioner for your individual circumstances. Any information provided doesn't imply endorsement or third-party devices or products and cannot provide you with health and medical advice.